Nonprofit and philanthropic leaders devote their lives to the service of others, but sometimes they need a little help. Christine Mitchie has been deep in the work and the play of helping changemakers grow their impact for decades. So whether you're ladling soup at a local shelter or attending a UN peace conference, you need to find the balance between the heavy work and a light touch so you don't burn out. And Christine believes play is at the center of that. Welcome to the Playful Podcast, bringing fun to the serious work of changing the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Playful Podcast. This is a first time on location in a florist shop at Hudson Yards here in New York City. I'm with Serbio, who is the proprietor of Piropo, which is a word in what language? Uh, in Spanish. It's Spanish for? Yeah. For compliment. For compliment? Yeah, it's a compliment, but in Spanish can be a little into flirting. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, so. okay. <laughs> Piropo. Piropo. Yeah. I've never heard it before. I love the word. Okay, so we're at Serbio's shop. Let's start first with just tell us a little bit about how long the shop has been here, how long you've been in the flower business. And then you're wondering, florist shop, playful podcast, changing the world. Serbio will tell you about how he uses flower and flowers and play and beauty to spark change. Well, I started business two years and a half, just starting from pandemic, COVID-19, and three years and a half. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's time flow. So, well, basically I start, uh, I came six years ago from Venezuela, and I just started to realize, I, my first job it was in a catering company, and I start to realize, like, after every event, somehow I fall in love with flowers. So that's where everything starts. And then work, after work, I start to speak with the managers and I start to speak, speak with different flower companies. And I just start to, you know, play with the flowers that they almost, they, after the events, they, work, they almost threw it out. So... It just became a, a passion for me. And one day I just saved a little bit of money and I say, well, now is the time for me. And I just start. And, and when you, let me ask you, excuse yeah. me, when you said you started to play with the flowers, yeah. like rearranging, arranging, design? Rearranging. I just yeah. take the flowers that they almost threw it out and I start to play at home with the flowers. And I start to see how they blooms and how they change. And yeah, it becomes just, yeah, it feels like... Do you have any history in your family or anyone in your family tree that worked in flowers? Never. No. Wow. But it it was inside you. Yeah, it was inside me all the time. I never knew. Wow. (laughs) And so then, that's not that long ago. No. And suddenly you're here. I mean, this is a pretty amazing spot to be. New York City, in Hudson Yards. How did you come to this spot? And was this your first store? Yeah, I mean, when the company start, I start to offer my products inside supermarkets. So that's basically how everything starts. And the first one, I have two different locations inside the mall, inside Mercado Little Spain. Mm-hmm. So basically, they have a little market. And in the very beginning, I have like, you know, a small space with nine buckets that I fill it up every week, every week. Tell me about Sometimes, the first yeah. time you worked up your courage. You seem pretty gutsy. You worked up your courage and said, I'm going to go ask them to if I can sell my flowers in Little Mercado, right? So, Did you bring a bouquet and show what you do, your pictures, or yeah, how did you I just, show? I just stopped by one day and I see the little market and I asked them, you know, like, hey, listen, you know, you, you like some flowers here. I see something that kind of work. So they were, they were a little 
to be honest, like a little close to that because it used, it used to be a flower shop before. So, but then after, you know, like a couple of times that I went through and then they just said yes and I just start. And the flowers start to sell pretty good. But then pandemic and then we closed. And then we reopened uh, two years and a half. And well, wow. Yeah, just like that. What's your favorite thing to do with flowers? With flowers? Yeah. Well, I always have a ball in the flower shop. And every time, uh, almost every week, you know, I got different flowers, five in total. And they represent each person from my family. Oh, wow. So Neat. I'm always, yeah, I love Wait, the I same love five each time? No, always oh, different, different. But somehow they represent the personalities of my family. The family you grew up in, or the family where you're, are you the dad? No, 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 no. no. The your, family. Your siblings? Yeah. Okay, got you. Your, your siblings and your parents? Yeah. yeah. My, my parents and my siblings. So what, what flower represents you? Me, usually, I never put myself, you know, uh -huh. in the bowl. I put my family. And sometimes I put an extra flower, a white rose, because it represents the pure love. So for me, it's, it's kind of, you know, God. On yes, the ball. yes. Yeah. Okay. And so I do know that Serbio opens up his heart and his shop and his bounty and abundance to the community. Yeah. Tell us about how do you bring flowers, the community into the flowers and the flowers into the community? Well, I offer experience with the nonprofit because I feel like I realize like flowers is a world complete, a world that you smell, a world that you see, a world that you like you hear sometimes because it depends on the flowers. If you move them, it can sound, yes. give you different sounds. All so the senses. I, all the senses. So I, I bring into the community the experiences with flowers, different experiences. Right now also we're working in a program for five years old kids. And the program is basically seven weeks program, you know, like, and it's beautiful just the way that we can experiment flowers, you know, with them, like bring them, give them a different vision about what is the flower, you know, because believe it or not, what I realized in this beautiful, I say, this is a word, but for me, became as a whole it's never too yeah. hard for me. Yeah. So it's like flowers always, every time that I receive a person into the flower shop and I experiment the creation of a bouquet, it's always a meaning behind and it's just one feeling and it's love. Mm, yeah. I never receive someone at the flower shop that they taking care to choose the flowers right. and yeah. taking care of details, you know, yeah. like, and they just want to give a bouquet just because you know, like it's always a right. beautiful intention behind. Yeah. And I firmly believe like flowers drive love. Yeah. Can't think of any experience where flowers are being exchanged where love isn't the the theme. Yeah. Even in sorrow, for example, someone's passing, yeah. right? Yeah. It's love. Yeah. So bon voyage, someone's leaving, maybe flowers. Yeah. Someone's returning, flowers. Yeah. Someone's birthday, the celebration yeah. of life. Do you know, weddings is yes, the beginning yes. of, you know. Uh, I think it's yeah. almost the same as ice cream, yeah, you're right? right? I mean, I can't think of any, <laughs> any bad reason to have ice cream or any bad reason to share flowers. So let's have some ice cream. Yeah. Okay, so we got this, this here in the mall, Van Llewellyn. This is a pretty famous brand. And I got you a 
vegan flavor. What one's, what's yours called? Chocolate cookie dough honeycomb. Ooh, and mine Sorry, is my first time chocolate caramel cheesecake. Okay, let's see. Let's see what, she's, what they say is true. Mm. Whoa, it's good. I thought you were looking at the nutritional facts. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's good for us. Okay, so the seven week program with yeah. the kindergartners, the five year olds, mm -hmm. are you going into the school? I'm working with different nonprofits right now. This is with another nonprofit. Yeah. Okay. Like last time it was also, I tried to get into different communities because for me it's just one year, you know, with the nonprofit since I started. Yeah. So last month it was with, uh, I give the word uh, experiences with a small group. They called it Neurodiversity Group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. involved. It was a very particular experience because. I think I received like 12 participants and they all were so different, but mm. at the same time, so exciting, so happy. Yeah. I was very focused with one, like have a very, very small vision, like 10%. Mm. And... Only had 10% eyesight? Yeah. Wow. So it was very, I mean, what? Talk about needing all the senses. Yes. Yeah. I start to tell her, you know, like toast them. So just feel it and place it in the base. Here is the base. So I kind of help her. And it was so beautiful uh, when she finished it and the way that she expressed happiness, like she expressed, you know, like encourage her because I feel when she say, I can do it. So I can, I can. And she repeated so many times. So it's beautiful that part, you know, when you realize like such a small thing can change the world of the mind for someone else, right. you know? And more with some, let's say, how can I say it? Like, do you know? With not 100%. Oh, sure. You know, like. And I don't know, but I yeah. think I have heard or read before, if you, if one of your senses is diminished, your other ones yeah. are heightened. Yeah. Right? So yeah. perhaps she could smell yeah. more and yeah. feel and hear more than us. Yeah. That's perfect. Wow. So one of the things I ask, my guests, especially when we're eating the ice cream, I use this play on word. There's the word scoop, scoop of ice cream, and then there's scoop means like information, right? Okay. So what's the scoop? That's like a phrase. What's the scoop on how you came to care about about other people? Because you could have a florist shop and it can be wonderful, but you have this extra part of you, this extra mission. Do you think you learned that from your family growing up? Do you think you found that inside yourself? Where do you think that came from? In a very honest way. Yes. I think from God. Mm. I think the spirituality, and I always say this, like New York for me is a faith travel. I discovered faith. Yeah, it's a place where I found, you know, like there's so many people, and I found so rich New York in a way that, I, how can I say it? Like, it's just like it's a place that gives you so much, it's so rich. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about experiences. Yes. I'm talking about, you know, like even the hard times are so beautiful. I always find beauty everywhere. In the hard moments, yes, in the, yes. you know, in the so way, pack of people, even yes. if I cannot move. You know, it was funny today, like it was so, so busy, so great. And I see this guy, like, <laughs> you know, still, like, if he's almost like, a, how do you say, in a, in a wharf, you know, like where you surf? Oh, yeah, 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 keeping his balance, so, yes, yeah, keeping yes, balance yes. I mean, it's 
every single second wow. in the city is so beautiful and meaningful. And I just, weah. wow, it just keep me alive. And so, my faith is growing so fast. Yes. And I feel that faith is what leads me to help people, to support people. And also it's a city that everyone helps mm. everyone. You know, mm. like I see some. Yes, yeah, yes. People I, looking for everything from something simple, like looking for directions. Yes. Someone's like, and people stop and say, can I help you? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. When you just said about the subway, I was wondering when you're on the subway and it's full of people, does that look to you like a bouquet of flowers? It can be. <laughs> all the colors, all the textures, right? Because they're all flowers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I see like that my team, believe it yeah. or not. I know we still my team, like they are like a plants, you know, like I have to water them every day, you know, and I see them grow. Because even if I have an amazing team, I have my ways. Yeah. You know, when I see designs, I like to see designs. I like to see their expression on the design, but also I want to see a little bit what Piropo represents. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Yes. So, believe it or not, I know it's that like they are like my flowers. Yes, I love so it. So it's funny that you mentioned that yeah. in the shower because literally, now one it's of the like things, a big bouquet. <laughs> it is. One of the things we talk about on the podcast is play as a leadership tool. Mm -hmm. How do you use play or playfulness to inspire your team and even to manage your team to get work done? Mm -hmm. I think when you work with flowers, it's everything, like the ice cream, it's everything about fun and love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's never too hard. Right. It's never too hard. Yeah. So what do you do on like a busiest day of your like Valentine's Day? Like the Valentine's mm -hmm. Day? Well, I make them ready. Usually we have like a week in advance when I tell, because sometimes I have an extra hands, you know? So oh, people I try, are new to the team. Yeah. yeah. For that because yeah. that day in particular also community helped me a lot okay on those days in valentine's day mother's day i have a beautiful i well you know like it's just like this place uh, there's so many people surround me so beautiful like even community they just came and help literally wow literally so no i just get ready explain them you know like way that they have to arrive i create different station so basically everyone have different tasks and there is a, someone we've had on the podcast is a researcher. His name is Dr. Stuart Brown, and he's a play researcher, and people on the podcast that listen have heard about it. He has an idea that there's eight different play personalities. Okay. So joker, like a practical joker, mm -hmm. or someone who's a storyteller, mm -hmm. or someone who's a creator or a collector or an explorer. Mm -hmm. For sure, I think creator, you must, you're a creator because you're creating beauty. I'm looking at the smile in your eyes, like you might be a little bit of a joke or two. Could that be no. right? No. <laughs> How about? No, when I work. <laughs> not when you work. No. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> uh, what about explorer? Explorer. Does that sound like something? Yes. Yeah. I like to. Yeah. When I create in the process, you know, and even with my team, yeah, mm -hmm. I like to explore. I always suggest, you know, like. Let's do the that, let's have textures, let's, yeah, in that yeah. way, yeah. It's part of the process as well, no? I never thought of this. I never talked to a florist like this before. How often do you encounter a flower you've never seen before? Wow. I would say, I think every season. Ah, oh, okay. I think because for me, the flower world is new. Yeah. So, and every season I realize like it's something new. You know, like I go to the market, I, I still go to the market almost every day. 
I would say at least three, four times a week, yes. you know, like just to look, to see, yes. because I really like to feel. Yes. Another, this is a very fun fact, like I don't use usually use gloves, just in, uh, I mean, in all, uh, you know, like in winter, because they're evergreens, but the rest of the year, I like to feel the flowers. Ooh. It's something yeah. that I really appreciate, yes. you know, like. Oh, and you must then know the difference between the feel of a different stem and a leaf, yes. and yeah, Absolutely. the petals, of course. And I love that, it's, it's a, an alive element, yes. you know? It's very special. Am I right to notice that it seems like flowers don't smell as much as they used to? Sometimes I go to smell a flower and I'm... It depends on the flower. Depends on the flower? Does it depend on the time of year? No, it depends on the flower. flower. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most fragrant flower always? Gardenia. Gardenia is beautiful. It's very strong. Yeah. But I also love sweet peas. Mmm. The sweet peas are... Yeah. So sweet gentle. pea is my favorite endearment for my kids. Oh, for real? Right? Oh, I call them sweet pea. Yeah, oh, sweet pea. I love that. Yeah. Sweet. I didn't think about sweet peas smelling because yes. they seem more feathery and, and light, but... No. Mm, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. How about hydrangeas? They don't smell so much? No. So, so pretty. Yeah. And roses, it depends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I live in Southern California and poinsettias originated in the U.S. at least, in Southern California, close to where I live. That was like where they started really promoting quinces. Is that a popular flower in the holidays? In the holidays, yeah. yes. It's very popular. Yeah. And would you say roses are still the, the go-to? Uh, yes. Yes. I'll say yes. Yeah. Yeah. It sends one particular message very strong, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. Roses for sure. Yeah. Is there, yeah. And red? Um, it depends. Yeah. I think it depends of the, you know, like, I found out, like, yeah, it depends of the, what people want to express. Yes. Yeah, yes. because it's always an expression, as I say. Yeah, if it's love, they always go for, you know, hot pink, red, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, it depends of the meaning that you give, it depends on the meaning also what you receive. Mm. Because I remember this lady a long time ago, like, she asked me for a, the yellow rose, no? And I say, why yellow rose? I always like to ask customers why. Yes. Because sometimes I find out like it's a beautiful meaning behind. And she say, because my dad used to give me a yellow rose uh, all the time. Uh-huh. Just she keep always that memory. Yes. So yes. it's beautiful. That's so good. Yeah. Tell me about like wedding season and special events and how much are you doing out, like out for events versus people coming to you? Usually events. I work with some venues, yeah. so basically they refer me. You know, they recommend the florist, yeah. and I just work. Yeah. Yeah. What's the biggest display you've ever done? Here. Here. Hot yeah. 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 Big. Yeah. In the one-on-one floor. Beautiful. And it was very fun because the party planet. She asked me for a very, 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 very light <laughs> decoration. <laughs> There is no hoopa, it wasn't a hoopa, but kind of you know the structure. And when we received uh, the structure, it was 12 feet tall. Oh my goodness, they, they cannot even, <laughs> and you know, like build the whole structure, they just can't, they just build one arch from the structure, and, and it was, the rest was for you to fill out. Yes, and it was gigantic. How many flowers? Who knows? Right, my yeah, goodness. no, but it was huge. Yeah. Are you hoping through your work in the community that you might be sparking not just a love for flowers, but possibly a professional future for some of these kids? Absolutely. Yeah. 
absolutely because you know like i mean if you show them you know like if the flower business can be a profession yeah you know i am super sure many for future generation they will love to do yeah. it because it, as i say it's a hard work behind mm -hmm. i always say that as well you know it's a lot of work behind people sometimes they don't realize when they see a flower arrangement, how many has, you know, worked on it? Yes. Because it's the person that receives it, that clean it, that plays it in water. You know, some flowers, because it depends on the flower, roses. We receive yeah. roses from Ecuador. So we have to clean them, you know, putting in warm water in the very beginning. It's a whole process yeah. and it's a long way, usually, before you get the, you know, the final product. So it's a hard work, but it's so beautiful. So rewarding. Yeah, I was thinking something else the ice cream and flowers have in uh -huh. common is they're perishable. Huh? <laughs> so one of the things when I'm sending ice cream to my guests, you know, I have to like let them know, oh, it's on your, they put it on your porch. Could you, yeah. is someone home to get yeah. the ice cream and bring it inside? Yeah. Same for flowers, right? They have a, a shelf life, yeah. right? Very sure. Yeah, yeah, and they are, ice cream is okay when it's melted, but it's not as good. Yeah. And flowers are beautiful for, for a while, yeah. but I was going to say their beauty diminishes. Maybe that's not the right way to say it. It yes. just changes, yes. right? But we're expecting a certain, but it changes constantly, right? In every moment, the flower is changing. But I think that's the beautiful part. Yeah. Because even, to be honest, for me, yeah. the most beautiful moment of the flowers is before is gone. <gasps> really? Yeah. Before example, the like the, the final petal falls off? Yeah. yeah. I always have this little vase and I put one flower at home and I love to see, for example, the peonies, the way that they, you know, it was so little and they start to open and bloom and see, and then when they just fall, it's... And you let it go through its whole cycle? Yes. Yeah. I love to see that. Beautiful. Remind my life, no? Oh, so good. <laughs> have you ever taken a picture of every day? I have some pictures. I can show you. I have like... That a, would I be... Think, that's great. I think... Yeah. And that's a good reminder, I think, yeah. for us that it's beautiful the whole time. Yeah. Just like we are beautiful the whole time. Yeah. We're changing. Yeah. Getting older, changing yeah. every day, right? That's the beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Even more beautiful with yeah. more knowledge. Yeah. With more wisdom. Yeah. You know, like... I'm here, here. I appreciate that. So if you would, to tell the audience, mm -hmm. is there anything you would, like a call to action or an inspiration or a challenge regarding maybe their experience with beauty and flowers and giving and love? Yeah, just give more flowers. <laughs> People need it in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be my call there's, of action. Yeah, there's never a bad moment. There's ne yeah, always, flowers always. Yeah. Never, and bring so much joy. Yeah. Even in the spaces for yourself, Yeah. you give so much, you know, yeah. love to yourself. I don't yeah. know if it's yes. the right way to that say that. Absolutely. You know, like it changed the whole mood of a room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't just, yeah, think about what it can do for you in your yeah, mood too. Absolutely. And that's what we're talking about in the Playful Podcast, things you can do for yourself to keep up your spirits so you can do the work of changing the world. So thank you, Servio, for being here. Cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Playful Podcast family. So a few weeks ago, we were in New York City, and as you just heard, we were sitting with Servio Uskatagi, who is the proprietor and CEO of Piropo Flowers. We were in his florist shop. You heard all that beautiful ambient noise, and we were talking about flowers and beauty and love. And today is the day after Valentine's Day in honor of this week and that celebration of love and all that same good stuff, beauty, flowers, etc. We wanted to drop this episode in celebration of Valentine's Day 
and let you know that since we had that conversation, he has launched formally the Piropo Foundation, which is taking all these efforts that were a bit more informal previously and weaving them into a, a, a really compelling and delightful initiative in New York City. So he's working in New York City schools, bringing flowers into the schools, giving kids everything from just the simple experience of being with, smelling, and enjoying the beauty of flowers to actually working with them tactically, arranging them, and learning about careers, et cetera, in the floral industry. He's also going out and partnering with nonprofit organizations, and he's also bringing those same experiences to other communities and groups. So check them out online, Piropo Flowers and Piropo Foundation. He also, and he didn't tell me this when we were on air together, but told me after, he has become, I don't think he's the only, but he is one of the florist vendors to St. Patrick's Cathedral. And that is a big dang deal there on Fifth Avenue. So how fun. And so when you're in uh, New York, if you're not there and you're if you don't live there and you're visiting, check it out. And uh, of course, go to Hudson Yards and check out his floral shop and also check out what he's doing in the community through Peterable Foundation. Thanks so much and hope you had a great Valentine's Day and things stayed playful. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Playful Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you know of a leader organization that's doing good in the world and you'd love to help us help them amplify their message, I would love to have them on the show. Go to the show notes and click there or go to impactfulinc.com slash contact. And that's impactful with two L's, inc.com slash contact. And let us know who you're thinking about. Can't wait to see you next time.